Welcome to the NewTubers Podcast, the premier small YouTuber community, helping up-and-coming channels improve through critiques, feedback, and cooperation. We teach you how to start, build, and sustain your YouTube career. Now, without further ado, let's begin the show! Yeah. <laughs> oh! So that wasn't my cue to edit something in there. No, it gets... <laughs> cool. No, it's actually now your cue to edit this part out. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Right. Welcome to the Nubtubbers podcast with your host, Spencer. <laughs> you don't really need to worry about these guys' names, because let's be honest, you're not going to remember them anyways. It's oh, pretty good, right? I worked on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Noobtubers podcast. Welcome to the Noobtubers podcast with your host, Sucky. Welcome to the Noobtubers podcast. I am Spencer. I'm joined here. By my very good friends, wonderful, fantastic people, we have the man who needs no introduction because his voice is basically a gift from God himself, Moriarty. Hey guys, this is Moriarty from Crime War Gaming. It's wonderful to have you here with me today. I'm glad to be here with you. Thank you. We also have a man who's basically the godfather of the podcast. He's always there for us. He's always giving us <laughs> tips and advice, fatherly love. Big K himself. Hey everyone, Big K from Little Big Gamers here. Nice to see you again, Spence. Good to see you too. And there's Ross. So today the talk. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Ross. I love you. Ross is Ross is a pretty cool guy. He oh, uh, he basically he lives on like a different level than the rest of us where we're all kind of down here trying to scrape our ends meet but he's just like just all the way up here and ross someday i hope i hope to be like you i think we all do i love you i honestly don't know how to respond to that <laughs> So we're going to be covering a lot of super exciting topics today on the podcast. Our main focus today is going to be getting discovered as a YouTuber. What we're going to be doing is we're going to be going over growing your audience, hooking your viewers, why branding matters. Well, it's important. It does. Just in case you were wondering. And we're going to be talking about promoting your channel. These are all great and important things about really dis getting discovered as a YouTuber. And we're hoping that they're going to take your channel to the next level. Or at least the first level. Or at least... Thanks, Moriarty. Yeah, or, or the ground level. If you come down from the elevator and you crash. <laughs> I don't know. Right. It's like a really right. dark turn there. That's going to need editing. We're going to jump into the first topic for us today about growing your audience. So, I always thought growing your audience had to do with creating content that would hook viewers that would keep them interested and that would then bring you know kind of bring them back so that they would enjoy the content and they'd want to keep watching and share it with other people that's that's what i always thought growing your audience was but what i thought was kind of interesting is youtube their creator academy which you're going to hear that a lot from us because it's a great place you need to go there learn all of the lessons they have to teach uh, but so growing, growing your audience is one of the topics they have in there and they have an entirely different approach on it, which kind of confused me. See, a lot of the stuff that they were focusing on it is about creating searchable titles, uh, creating thumbnails that are interesting, writing descriptions, putting cards into your videos, uh, with another one of the big things they had was playlists, which kind of confused me. Because none of that stuff really at first seems like it's something to help grow your audience. Because I always just thought that was just something that you just needed for your video so that people could find it. And that's when I started to started to realize that you know, growing your audience, there's there's a lot of different ways that you can do this. But the most important thing is to is to go through the stuff that they have in the Creators Academy because that's about how you get discovered. You won't be able to grow your audience without being discovered. Isn't that exciting? <laughs> I, I I find that it's it's true. I, I mean, I started taking some some of the courses on the uh, Creator Academy from YouTube, and uh, to be honest, it's it's really well done. Um, well, what do you expect? It's YouTube, right? <clears throat> so. Um, I don't know which one I took. Uh, it was, I think, it was a forty-five minute one about is it branding? Um, 
or, or something or other. Anyways, it was really interesting. And just the fact that they take, you know, reputable uh, YouTubers to do the videos and the lessons is actually cool. It, it kind of, you know, hooks you up, really. So, yeah, well done, YouTube. Yeah, that was I one like of the it. things that I saw that was really cool is the all of their lessons, it's not something that's taught uh, by some professional as a YouTube, uh, sorry, some professional person, a part of YouTube. It's all actual YouTubers going and teaching the lessons, which is kind of... 100. Oh, go for it, Ross. I was going to say, don't you need 100 subs to access that? Uh, nope. The really? Creator Studio, that might have been how they did it before, don't quote me on that. But oh, I've okay. been able to access it since, like, fifteen twenty. Huh. Last yeah. time I tried, I couldn't. Uh, well, you, an easy way to actually find it is to, you can just search YouTube Creator Academy. It's It'll just pop up on one of the first ones. Okay. And, uh, it's a really fantastic resource, especially for somebody who may not know the basics. And it starts getting into some of the more advanced stuff as well. And back to the, the core part there, discovery, which is something that a lot of people, like Spen said, take for granted. Discovery is very much how do how do you grow your audience organically? Because certainly you can go out there and you can do networking and you can go and do advertising and you can do the one-on-one -on -one stuff. And that's great. And it's something that you absolutely have to do. But if you want to grow beyond that, you need to start getting the organic views, the organic growth. And the only way you're going to do that is by being SEO friendly in your metadata, which is your title description tags. And you're going to have to have clickable thumbnails. <clears throat> that could not have been put any nicer. I'm sure it could have. I'm sure YouTube <laughs> did. Hey, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like throw in some stuff here for some brownie points. I remember you guys actually giving me some advice on that exact thing, actually, um, a little while back when, uh, one specific video that I made completely sort of same kind of thing as my other videos just got way less views and way less growth all of a sudden. And um, the reasoning you gave was just the thumbnail was much less interesting than every single other one I'd done. Oh, I remember that now. Yeah. Yeah, that was not a very interesting thumbnail. I changed it to something slightly <laughs> more interesting. Yeah, that It's still my uh, least successful video of all time. Well, you're going to have uh, videos that end up being more or less successful than others. There's not yeah, much you can do about that. Don't let that get to you. It, it just kind of happens sometimes, I guess. No, yeah, it absolutely happens sometimes. There will be videos that you put out that y you just don't understand, but they happen to be the number one search result for that particular thing. I have a game that we did recently called uh, Black Hat Cooperative, which was not a game I expected to be popular in any way whatsoever. And it managed to do thousands of views a day simply because it was the number two search result for Black Hat Cooperative VR. And so that was metadata bringing me organic views that I earned simply because I had I had done the right title, the right description, the right tags. <laughs> So then that video just kind of came down to the right place at the right time, is what you're right saying? Right place and right time. It's similar to the most common sort of advice that you get, which is stay trending, right? If you continue to follow trending uh, trends, <clears throat> then <laughs> <laughs> if you continue to do that, then you will always be at least somewhere near the top. And people tend to click on the first couple of results that come through their search they're not going to go to page 15 yeah worth knowing for some people that's going to be impossible um i find it's hard for me to keep up with trends because i just mostly review old games that are lying around in my house so you mean old games that you hate <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who are new rossi hates every game that he reviews but but mario galaxy yeah mario galaxy and and the latest harry potter as well <laughs> I think some of the Harry Potters, yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> getting back to growing your audience, though, um, there's a lot of if different I may, tactics. If, if I may, I, I just want to say something more. Oh, yeah, Eddie, I just, just want to put over, it out there. Take over for me. Um, <laughs> the success you. of your uh, Black Hat video is entirely just because of the amount of profanity 
<laughs> you oh. say <laughs> the amount of, of time you burn one. Thundercat is just amazing. There, Carry there was on. a lot of profanity in that one. Carry on. <laughs> okay, so one of the big things going around right now is this whole sub for sub business. And I call it the sub for sub business because it's not, it's it's like the closest thing you can even really call it. It's a very short business transaction with another YouTuber that's that's not really going to go anywhere. Um, well, you know, let's, let's just put it this way. If you, if all you care about is your sub count, if that's all you want is to get that number higher, then sub for sub is for you. If you want people to actually discover your content in a way where they're going to stick around and watch, then it's not. Because all sub for sub is doing is you're adding a plus one to them, they're adding a plus one to you. Maybe one out of every 40 is going to actually watch your content and be like, oh, hey, I enjoy this. And then they stick around. But in general, it's not really going to work well in your favor. Yes, I agree wholeheartedly with the whole last part of that. I have a tiny bit of devil's advocate with sub for sub. Um, I'd absolutely never do it, um, and I think it's silly. But I guess one thing worth noting is, I guess a lot of YouTubers will find, at least in my opinion, is if somebody sees like a channel with tons and tons of subscribers, um, they're far more likely to subscribe to it than a channel with like 50, even if... Um, I would disagree in a, I, to a certain point. Because if, if someone has like 4,000 subscribers and their videos, they're getting 20 views per video, I generally don't even go and look at their videos. Yeah, that's a bad sign. Unless they've got boobs in them. <laughs> then I'll go and watch it. You know, all of this kind of rolls up to the same thing, though. You've got your sub for sub, which essentially just raises your sub count. And, I mean, let's face it, do you want a really big sub number or do you want views? If you don't want the views, that's fine. You can continue to be the exact same channel you are today with the same number of views and a higher sub count. Uh, one of the things that we really try to stress when we talk to somebody who's brand new to the community, and I think we all do this, is subs are meaningless. Your subs are completely meaningless because what are they really? It's somebody who potentially will see your content in their sub box of 1,500 other videos that came out this week. Sometimes so it might not even show up in there. It might not even show up. I, I know that a lot That's of a really the bigger YouTubers like PewDiePie and them were complaining about the fact that their videos don't show up in sub boxes anymore. And for people who don't put out consistent content or people who put out a lot of content, you're going to start getting missed views and YouTube doesn't like that. It wants to see that your subscribers are actually watching your stuff. So you're actually harming yourself in your analytics, in your engagement by having a huge sub count and no views. I mean, my demos say that um, my analytics say that 50% of my views come from non-subscribers. The other 50 just come from subscribers. So, um, Which is fantastic think, numbers. That's great. Yeah, I think subscribers just... Not that important, to be honest, but uh, there are some benefits. I hope growing. none of your subscribers are actually listening to what you just said there, because you basically just said you don't care about them. <laughs> yeah, my viewers. But it's not like my <laughs> subscribers. I mean the people that like watch and engage in my content. Those people are awesome. The people that have clicked the subscribe button have just clicked the subscribe button. Um, that, that, that's how I view it, because I've had a lot of sub-for-sub sub people like sub to me and tell me to sub to them and then unsub like a week later because I didn't. Um, so it's whatever. I think that subscribers are the result of having decent quality content, um, and that's just the way it is. I mean, you can promote yourself. You can ask people to subscribe if they want to follow you, if they like what you see or what they see, um, but Silver Sub is a terrible idea. I think we're all in agreement with that. I think um, Big K hit the point there. The idea of a subscriber is somebody who has said to you, I want to see your content more and more. And that is what that number should be. And that's why you should be proud about having that number organically. Yeah, absolutely. So the, the last thing I wanted to, I want to bring up is something actually Moriarty brought to my attention. It's about creating a kind of a focus for, uh, for growing your audience. It's if you, if you just kind of start, if you just start throwing stuff out, kind of, you just start throwing videos out with adding all of this content to it. And then, uh, kind of 
Gosh darn it. I'm glad I gave you such good advice. Yeah. Well, you did. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, Moriarty, you gave me fantastic advice. Uh, memorable it was, advice. It, it was very memorable. Apparently, I don't know how to say it. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Let's say, let's say you're going to make a plate of spaghetti, okay? Hashtag spaghetti. <laughs> and you're just like, all right, I'm going to make some spaghetti. Are you really are you really going to be able to make spaghetti with that thought alone? You need to put a focus on it, right? You need to plan out your approach and focus. All right, today I'm going to work on mastering the noodles. Tomorrow I'm going to master the spaghetti. The day after I'm going to master the meatballs. Now you have a focus and a direction so that you can move towards your goals and complete them. But if you just said, I'm going to make spaghetti, you may make pretty good spaghetti. But if you had that focus, your spaghetti's going to get pretty darn spaghetti. Let's be honest now. Totally agree. You need to put a little bit of focus on the meatballs. (laughs) (laughs) If that's a terrible analogy, let me know. I think it's beautiful, though. It's lovely. I I, I personally like it. 11 out of 10. (laughs) Yes. I just ranked you like IGN would, so we're good. 11 out of 10, <laughs> just about enough spaghetti. Oh, now I just got spaghetti on my mind. That's all I wanted. I just want to eat some spaghetti. Can, uh, Moriarty, we need to talk to the higher-ups here and start getting some uh, stuff going on so that we can get some big names in here that are like, oh, we love your content. Here, promote our stuff. Uh, and I would like to eat spaghetti on the podcast to promote it. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I legitimately have no idea what you're talking about. I am very offended. If if people don't know what you're talking about, clearly you're not branding (laughs) yourself properly. I like that for the 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 segment that's all about keeping focus. We have spend. So I think one of the things about keeping focus, right, understanding what you're trying to do and getting better at it is separating out what is a daily goal to what is a weekly goal or an overall goal. If you stop thinking about, oh, I only got five views today, and you start thinking about, okay, well, this week I'd like to get 20 subscribers, then you'll recognize that if you average that out over the seven days, right, that's only three subscribers a day. So you get one one day and you get five the next day, you're still at your three a day. It's a lot easier to look at it over that shorter but longer term, right? As opposed to saying, okay, well, today I didn't do well enough. Today I I sucked. Today I only got five views. And you look at it, okay, this week I'm hitting my goal. Yeah, and I think we... That's a really good point, actually, Moriarty. Um, You know, we all want to succeed, but you need to kind of put it into milestones uh without milestones without um without you know having that goal split up into you know manageable things that you can achieve you know and realistic goals as well um you you know it's really tough to just look at the finish line and say all right i'm gonna get there but how am i going to so milestones actually helps you because you can for example, look at your analytics. Look at that video that you uh, didn't think that performed well. Why didn't perform well? What's the watch time like? Um, look at the video. You know, be the judge of yourself. Would you be able to sit through that video? Do you find it entertaining? And in bringing that focus into a smaller subset of you know your milestones will allow you to achieve your end goal that you want, right? But it's all a matter of being consistent and and keeping to what you do and and learn how to grow and evolve and get better all the time. No, I would I would say you're 100 percent right. 110 according to Moriarty. Actually, it's according to IGN. Oh, okay. Yeah. IGN.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we get a sponsor? Could we? Yes, eventually, maybe. Mean, I believe the question is not could we, but when will we? When will we get sponsored? Yeah, which is soon. 
We've talked about a few different topics now for growing your audience, and we have a specialist here who's actually pretty fantastic that will really help you out with growing your audience, because he's all about them fishing, setting up the line, throwing it in, and hooking those viewers. I am? <laughs> all right. Uh, me with my 0% subscriber growth going to be great with this. Um, That's a but- great way to start it. Yeah, I mean, uh, first we just did a just did a great segue. I'm going to talk about segues, which are a good way of sort of injecting life and um, just injecting energy into videos that are kind of trailing off and sort of rehooking in viewers viewers viewers. Um, so the idea of a segue is to move in from one sort of segment into the next with no interruption, just from one scene to the next. Um, at least reading back my written work, I think I do that much better. Um, than in my videos, um, which kind of come across as clumsy and ham-fisted if I segue at all. Um, but it doesn't just come down to writing and editing. Um, it also applies to Let's Players. So now I'm going to ask um, Spen and um, Lil Big what, what you guys think. How do you do segueing in your videos? How do you move from one topic to the next, one scene to the next? I have not actually done segues in my videos before. <laughs> I, um, it's something I've never even thought was relevant to uh, Let's Players, which is kind of interesting. Okay. Now, I, I disagree entirely, because think about it like this. If you're watching somebody play the game and they go, oh, look, man, I just got this loot. You know, the other day when I was playing, that right there is a segue. Yeah, uh, it's See? all about keeping I would your like to take back watching. my previous statement keeping the momentum of the video going never if you just slowing pay down. attention to the to the main points that happen in your video that's going to potentially be very very boring okay guys so now I'm gonna fight the big bad yep he uh he got me okay I'm gonna try it again Oh, he killed me again. That's not how you keep your viewers entertained. So the segue to me for gaming or any sort of longer form unscripted video is an art that you really want to learn and master because what you're doing is keeping that person entertained in you as the personality. Let's face it. We don't go into these, these videos saying, Oh, I'm going to watch this video because it's going to be fantastic. Typically instead, what we're doing is saying, I really, really like watching total biscuit. I really, really like watching Northern lion. I love the way that gopher does his things. I like those personalities. So when they come out there and they show their personality, that's what the segue is for, to continue showing the personality. Okay. That's really cool. I never what thought about, of it that way. <laughs> it's like, for example, something that we do, um, I, I think I mentioned this in the last podcast, but we have a learning element in our videos called Learning with Little Big Gamers. And um, uh, what we're doing is we're always thinking, I'm always thinking about a, a word, right? That is in kind of like topic for the game. Um, for example, omnivore, right? Uh, we're playing spore. So, okay. you know, it's just a, a, you know, they have carnivores, they have herbivores and omnivores, which is not a class in the version I'm playing. I don't know if it's in one of the LCs or whatever. Um, but you know, that's, right away uh became the the word that i wanted to put as my learning uh skit so i just asked a question to little m you know hey little m do you know what an omnivore is and then that kind of segues into our learning uh, little segment right um so it could be little questions like that it just keeps the momentum going and also sometimes uh it, it just it makes a lot of sense and also it could you know, split your video from, you know, you're, you're reaching the end there. You don't really have any other relevant content, but you know, you're just going to jump to something else and freshen it up. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people will use their first, their first experience with a segue will be the introduction into the gameplay or the gameplay into their outro. So, Hey guys, this is Moriarty. I'd like to introduce you to our channel. Here's some stuff about what we do. Today, we're going to be playing X. 
that is a segue right there. Yep. And then at the end, okay, guys, so that was X. I hope you really enjoyed it. Like, comment, subscribe. That is how you're moving from the gameplay straight into your outro. So if you start to find a couple of bases that you can use and that you feel comfortable with, you can start doing that. And it's it's your introduction level. Then as you start, again, this is primarily for a Let's Player, but then as you start to to play the game and you're sitting there and you're finding yourself not talking, which is absolutely a death knell for YouTube. You have to be interactive. You start saying, so today, you know, I was watching... I was watching this other YouTuber. That's okay, too. You just have to keep yourself moving. And if you can find something that you're linking into, that's how you're going to find your natural segues. Okay. For me, it's um, because my reviews are written and then performed. It's a um, writing and editing technique. So um, I can't actually remember the name of, like, the writing technique, but I'll... um, I'll sort of allow a paragraph to sort of end setting up the next paragraph when I'm writing, or I'll um, say something in a sentence about something that happens in the game. I'll show a clip of that happening. And then after that clip, I'll start talking about something else that was happening in that clip. Um, And that's how I can do it as somebody that writes my reviews in, you know, in in prep instead of um, being a let's player who is um, mostly doing non-scripted improvised stuff. Yeah. Doing a callback in your scripts is great too, because it provides you that opportunity to continue to remind your users, your viewers that you have talked about this and here's what we're talking about now. And by the way, we talked about this and we're talking about this now. And that's really all the segue is, is just keeping your viewers entertained without that jarring. And now we're going to talk about the fish. (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm very guilty of this. In my videos that I found harder to structure, um, I've just sort of gone gameplay, presentation, uh, story, and I've just just split them. <laughs> I just hit my mic. Sorry. Um, I've just sort of split them, and I'll finish talking about the gameplay, and then I'll just have like a big text block going up saying story. Don't do that. Don't don't do that. Um, it's kind of unnatural. In my opinion, it doesn't really kind of make the video flow. Um, okay. If you're doing game or movie reviews or whatever, just don't don't split it into formal sections. Um, if it is split into sections, don't make it overt. Just make them transition between paragraphs naturally with segues, rather than having um just I'm going to talk about the story now. You know, it's it's it is it, it, it it's jarring, is what it is. I think. Well, that makes sense. Um, but, Absolutely. But next, what I wanted to talk about is um, sort of hooking in with the opening of the video. Strong openings are something that I need to work on, to be honest. I'll um, often open with a bunch of like exposition, like, oh, this is how this video came about. Or, oh, look, got this game today, guys. I'm going to play this game. It'll be great. Um, what you tend to, what tends to be a really good and easy technique is just finding like, something that works funny out of context. Um, I've opened a few of my videos with just like bloopers that I've had where I've um, said a word wrong and it's ended up funny or something like that. Just something that works completely out of context. It's just something funny or entertaining or interesting to just get someone to not click out in the first five seconds, basically. Um, On my friend's podcast, we do this. We'll just, he'll just take a moment of our conversation that's funny out of context and just plop it at the beginning of the video. Um, we're going to be doing something like this in this video, uh, in this podcast, it's going to be good. Um, but we are, yeah, I find that you how mean it that. was good. It, it was great is what it was. Yeah. <laughs> right. That was funny. You really loved it at the beginning of this. <laughs> I, <nah. laughs> um, but no, um, after that, is that my cue to edit something in there? Is that what that is? <laughs> that was your cute that was because we did the the beginning yeah. the, at the beginning the whole sake thing yeah <laughs> oh so that wasn't my cue to edit something in there no it gets cool no it's actually now your cue to edit this part out <laughs> challenge accepted right. um no it's now just, uh, i Go, go ahead. I'm sorry, Russell. Oh, it was just the continuation of the video because um, I was just going to say that I personally like to kind of tease my next video um, to sort of segue into the ending of my current video. So um, 
I can't Can you give me an example, Ross? I was about to give an example, Moriarty. <laughs> so in, um, I can't remember which video it was now, but I was, my next video was on Mario Galaxy and I opened saying, yeah, stay tuned for the next video. I'm going to be reviewing a game I've been putting off for playing for years because of the system that took it hostage. And that was, that was what I said. And, um, I got a message saying, Hey, what, what, what are you doing next then? You, you sort of said something like that. What are you doing next then? That person presumably got to my next video. It was good. Um, let's players, um, can sort of cut the video on a cliffhanger or something like that. Um, oh, like I love before they that. enter a boss fight or something like that, you know? And that'll get the person to click on the next video and hook them into the next video before that video's even started. And um, speaking of hooking in your viewers, <laughs> let's look at someone who's doing that really well, our spotlighted user for today. <laughs> Very good. So we have a spotlight user this week. His name is Zane. I'm 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 sorry. I apologize if I mask your name, but I'm going to call you Zane because um, that's what I can pronounce right now. Uh, <laughs> Zane is from uh, Germany and he started his channel in mid July 2016. So fairly Ooh. recent uh, new tuber has a total video, uh, a, a total of 11 videos, which includes an ongoing episodic series of the fall, uh, oh, which that, I know who I know exactly. That is good. Yeah, it good. was. <laughs> it, it's it's pretty impressive actually i didn't know about that game but uh watching his videos it, it's actually really cool um uh he uh he's been chosen this week uh to be a, the spotlight user because of his ongoing and unending high quality feedback he's been providing he's been actually really active uh on the subreddit um and actually i think he's just recently asked for his first feedback and before then he just was constantly providing really good quality feedback to others very commendable uh zane kudos that's pretty awesome we love you (laughs) um has he's uh still fairly new to the youtube world it's simply a matter of time before uh he has more content available uh that said uh i watched his chroma gun mega guide which is pretty cool uh just the style of video editing that he did in there so he starts his video with uh, annotations for all the floors it's kind of like just a walk through of the game that teaches you how to go through it uh and uh he has uh annotations for each floor of the chapter you can just click on them and it gets you to the part of the video where um, you know y- you're at that floor. Now I don't know <laughs> how uh, good it's going to be for retention in the watch time, but what do you think, Spen? Uh, I think you should tell me what his channel name is again because I want to subscribe to it right now. <laughs> it's Zayzn. How do you spell that? Z- oh, well, you know it's on the A- screen, but not for me. Oh. <laughs> Also, I'm pretty sure it's Zazen. Zazen. It's kind of like it's kind of like raisin without an R, but a Z instead. So Zazen. 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 Sorry, bro. I'm not doing that. We're fired. <laughs> uh, please comment, like, and subscribe. Whoever it was that pronounced it closest to correct. <laughs> Um, one thing I just wanted to mention is, um, you know, he only has eight subscribers. He's fairly, that's good. And that's great. He, his content is great. It's a matter of time before, uh, it goes up naturally. Um, something that I, I noticed is that his channel art was just a bit, uh, it, it's just one color, it's just white text on blue. And that is really important to work on in my opinion, because that is the first thing that you see when you go on his channel. Which brings us to the next topic in branding. So, why does branding matter, Moriarty? Well, the first thing you have to answer there is, what is a brand? And I think one of the things that we tend to forget is that your brand is not your logo. Your brand is not the type of video you do your brand is everything that you are so little big gamers is not big k and little m it is part of that but little big gamers is family friendly videos that include these cast members that 
is about video games. That is the brand. Rossi is about hating video games so badly that you have to tell people how bad they are. Uh -huh. And Spen is all about <laughs> making weird noises while playing games online. Not weird. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fight back. That is... That's the brand, right? So when you're developing your brand, the hardest thing, and it is difficult, and I understand that, the hardest thing with creating your brand is who and what are we as a whole? That's really the first thing. So, for example, Spen, how did you start with your branding? Uh, to be honest, I haven't. I just, well, I, well, no, I you can't really say I haven't. Uh, to start with it, I've just kind of kept making videos over and over and over again and watching them to see the things that I enjoy and then starting and then trying to focus on those different aspects. Finding a link between yeah. your different videos. And that's a certainly a, a very good spot to start because that is how you start to define what is your brand. And that's a part of... Being the brand is knowing what the brand is. That, that sounds so stupid. Um, <laughs> it sounds stupid, but it makes sense. It's defining your brand is more than just okay. Yeah, you did it too. Hey, that, that was that was a weird noise. <laughs> so the first thing you want to think about is who are the creators and what are they doing. So if you're crime or gaming, you're creating short form game reviews. That's the very basis and the core of the brand. And as you begin to move out from that core, you will start to find different facets that you can start to plug in. So you might start to say, okay, well, this is my logo and that's part of it. And these are our colors, and that's part of it as well. This is the character that I'm going to use. So, Spen was going to be uh, ridiculous rah, 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 through all of his videos. And thank you. Big K is. <laughs> you're very welcome. <laughs> and Big K is going to be the guy who's there teaching and guiding his son. And that is the character, and that starts to become part of the brand. Have you thought a lot about your brand? Big K. Uh, yeah, I think you just mentioned it, right? Um, I, I use this as a learning experience for uh, um, for little M to teach him about stuff that's really important in life. And while doing it, we're kind of gamifying it, right? By doing videos and um, putting them on YouTube. And also, that's just memories. But our brand is really um, kid-friendly kid -friendly videos, uh, content uh, trying to uh, include some learning aspects uh, to, to it as well. Um, and it's all about that. You know, for the people that don't like the Jacksepticeyes or the PewDiePies because they swear too much or they're just inappropriate most of the time, um, it, it's, it all comes down to a, their personal opinion. But I feel that for little M, for example, I don't want him to start watching these guys all the time. Um, just because I'm a concerned parent. That's so you're also saying that you hate your kids having fun. Uh, no, I don't believe so. We have a lot of fun doing what we do and we're going to keep doing it. That's <laughs> supposed to throw jabs back. That's how it works. Oh. I, I stab you, you stab me. Well, at least, um, at least, uh, I don't promise boobies in my videos. There we go. <clears throat> And I don't oh, wait until my mom comes and uh, <laughs> buys me a vacuum before cleaning my apartment. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of the whole thing about creating the brand. You can see that Big K's brand has nothing to do with his logo, has nothing to do with his colors. Those are all facets of it. And yes, you want to work on those, but they really aren't the core basis of the brand itself. And once you start to figure out who are we, who am I, what do we or I do, you'll start to figure out what that brand is. And this is something that takes a long time. And you might even change and pivot that branding several times before you land on anything that even remotely looks 
cohesive, but it is somewhere to start. Now, one of the things that a lot of people can start to do with that branding is claiming their socials. This is something that I absolutely think everybody needs to do right away. I think you brought that up in the last podcast as well. I ha- and it's in- very important. You should be doing it. Rossi, have you gone out and claimed your socials? Well, I'm on Twitter as Rossi167, <laughs> if that counts. I even have a Snapchat that I've never even touched, labeled Rossi167. Um, I haven't started up a Facebook account yet, but then Facebook scares me. Um, if by claiming your socials you just mean having accounts on these different social media settings with my brand name on it then um mostly yeah i think that's absolutely what i mean and i'm sure that you can understand why if you were to go out there and say oh i'm gonna create a facebook page of rossi 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 and you go to create that and instead there is a german porn site called rossi 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 (laughs) that's a win well that's going to harm your brand right well Well, maybe we'll find more people (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is uh writing a different name uh for each social site that's that's awkward you can only really get away with that if you're um bigger so you don't I think it's really like... important um even yeah it's just claiming the name uh do it uh even if you don't use it cuz if you if you go big and you don't have uh little big gamers on facebook someone else has it you don't have little big gamers on Twitter. Um, you're gonna have to be a little big gamers one six seven, and um, that's not something I want to be. <laughs> Burn. Exactly. I mean, even My- the new tubers. We had to go with new tubers official because we were so late to the game that now we're not even just slash new tubers, and that's something that we didn't want to have. But it is what it is, right? Exactly, yeah. If you're able to get it, go out and get it, even if you never use it. It's a smart idea. It helps solidify your brand. And one of the other things that you can start to think about when you're looking at this stuff is who you're competing with. So, for example, Rossi is going to be competing with every other retro reviewer out there. Little Big is competing with every other family-friendly and potentially not family-friendly creator, because he's limiting himself to that niche, knowingly. Spen is competing with other weird noise people. Oh, and you. You knowing who you're competing, <laughs> who, knowing who you're competing with is really important for helping you identify what your actual brand is. If you know who's making videos like you are, you know what that brand needs to be in order to compete actively. Who are your competitors, Rossi? Uh, I mean, I don't like to think of them as competitors, more inspirations. Um, but, you know, guys like Kadikarus and Pro Jared, um, I guess John Tron, um, maybe like some call me Johnny from Johnny Versus. I really don't know. I don't necessarily think of them as competitors, just people that do, uh, well, people that I do a similar thing to. And I don't know if that's the wrong way of going about it. I think that's a dangerous way to look at it. I think that's a very dangerous way to look at it because you are competing. I can click on your video. Yeah. Or I can click on theirs. I, I get it. But I mean, I enjoy doing what I'm do- doing. Um, I enjoy doing what I'm doing because I enjoy watching what they're doing um, is sort of that. So they inspire my content. So um, I don't necessarily see myself in competition with them because um i have 65 subscribers and they have hundreds of thousands i don't maybe i'm going about this all wrong (laughs) see they're not competing with you but you absolutely are competing with them yeah fair point fair point okay um well yeah i guess i am competing with them and um how do i create my brand to compete with them uh, is what I'd ask you then. What do you think, Spen? Uh, well, I was... I was going to say that he really needs to to realize that, Ross, you are competition. You make videos that are very similar to theirs, but not similar because it's you and your personality. 
but it's the same kind of content and it's it's competition they're your competition you need to crush them <laughs> what if i want to work with them and hug them well that that's that's even better i mean so we spoke about this last time around in in, in the last podcast and I'm sure we're going to touch on this in future podcasts as well. The pie is big, right? The pie being the amount of viewers looking for YouTube content. They they are always there. They can watch multiple videos from from multiple content creators, and that's what they do. They want entertainment, whether it's from Kid Icarus or whether it's from Rossi. Kid Icarus has tons of subscribers and you don't what you need to do is compete with other people right and and that is what we're referring to i think right it's really important to uh with the brand that you have get to to the other level to the next level get the viewers to look at you they're still going to watch kid but you want them to watch you right yeah i get that yeah so So, that's um... the competition right collaborating with them and we're going to talk about collaboration in a little bit but that is good for them and good for you as well yeah so, so marty i have a quick question for you okay <laughs> don't say it that way <laughs> it's got to be more you know positive make me feel good about myself okay oh, thank you so <laughs> competition doesn't always have to be through youtube does it because so far from what uh, from what we've talked about, it seems like my biggest competition, for example, is the zoo. So, is there is, <laughs> how how would you go about dealing with the competition that's so different, but apparently so the same? I hate you. The important thing I think to realize is that competition is not a zero sum game. It is not their view or your view. It is competing on the same level of them. And that means that your branding needs to be at the same strength as them. Your brand audio needs to be of a similar quality. Your branding video needs to be at the same quality. Your level of communication and being able to have that hook in the segue that we talked about being able to keep them interested in in your content needs to be at the same level as theirs it doesn't necessarily mean that you're out there saying hey you can either watch spen or you can watch the lion at the zoo but not both i think i've got i guess something on to add on to that there's a kind of a bit in topic of brand but um when it comes to competition um if we're talking about competition outside of youtube um just sort of be aware to play to the strengths of your medium i mean if um you're making something on youtube that is let's say competing in some way with some kids show on tv um then you sort of the that kids show has its strengths on TV. Um the TV has its strengths and the medium of YouTube also has its strengths. Play to the strengths of the medium that you're working with. Um often with YouTube I'll find that it's um sort of good and successful YouTubers create not just something where people are watching their content, but they're um engaging in a community with their content. They're talking to that creator and that creator is talking back um i think you'll find that youtube creators come across as a lot more real and a lot more genuine than the people you'll see on television um and that is how you can compete with tv if your content is competing with tv it's a really good point mm-hmm. that was really good All of this comes together with how you build the brand, but eventually you have to start trying to promote that brand. And I believe that Big K has a whole lot more to talk about on that. Absolutely. So in our last podcast, we discussed about establishing yourself as a YouTuber. Podcast of the the (laughs) Dumb Tupper podcast. In our last podcast, we discussed about establishing yourself as a YouTuber, which also included a topic regarding the different types of social media outlets available to promote yourself. Um, 
So I think it's time to get a little deeper in, in, in this, which will help promote your channel. Um, lay it on me. Yeah, I, I will lay it upon all of you right now. It, it's about to start. <clears throat> Let me just friendly. move. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so social media is one thing that is really good, uh, but there's also some things that are no-goes, right? So I'll put you into this setting. Remember way back when you got your first email address, right? Do you guys remember that? Yes. Yeah, okay. I mean, yes. It was, I don't want to remember that email anymore, but yeah. Uchimama when, at yahoo.co.uk. <laughs> <laughs> when you got your first email, were you happy about it? You know, were you excited to see to say, hey guys, I got, I'm getting emails. That's great. Yes. Right? Okay. How do you feel about emails nowadays? I want it all to go away. Right. Why? Because it is a constant push everyone is pushing right and that's what social media is all about pushing stuff to followers so one thing that's really important when you promote your channel is not to always push pushing is good right if you want to advertise that you have a new video up yes that's good but if if that's only what you put on twitter then it's not good because you need to humanize your brand you need to go ahead and share some experiences. You need to be active. Talk to other, uh, to your followers. Talk to other YouTubers. Share these experiences with your followers, right? That is one thing that is really important about social media and how to use it. Um, last, last time we were talking about polls, right? Dancing around polls and polls on Twitter. So Rossi's really good <laughs> about the first one. Uh, now, polls on Twitter is really important as well, right? So you can ask Hashtag your audience hashtag spaghetti as well uh so you can make them part of your community have them have a say in what you want to build as far as content so that's always a really good way to promote yourself and promote your brand um i found that commenting on youtube videos is also very beneficial um doesn't matter who you're commenting you're commentating on find a video that you like and leave a comment leave something good not just Sub for sub baits, that doesn't work. But if you uh, give you know a, a decent amount of feedback, a few lines on how much you like the video, something about uh, the video that, that really got to you. And I usually do that on all of uh, Primor Gaming's videos just because I, I feel like it's important. And I'm sure that other people will see that comment. And if it's a good comment, so you're it's, using him. it's super easy. <laughs> To click on that link and hit our channel right so that is one thing that you can use to promote yourself and your channel what do you think Sven? i think that's a fantastic idea <laughs> yeah. uh, i've i've started kind of dabbling in that i find it's like if we're going to talk about sort of direct noticeable benefits um you don't you're not necessarily going to notice your channel benefiting from commenting on other people's videos but you should be doing it anyway because it builds it you know it builds something good absolutely there's always some direct and indirect correlatable way that you can know whether or not what you're doing is beneficial to your channel however things such as comments you can't really track that unfortunately um but twitter Twitter has analytics. You can look at, you know, your best tweets. You can look at, you know, the uh, the, the amount of, um, I, I forget how they're called, but uh, uh, your reach on Twitter and same for Facebook, right? How many uh, um, have you reached with a Facebook post? Uh, so all of these things are kind of direct ways that you can get the information to understand what you're doing or not doing uh, to promote your brand. Comments, I find that it's just something that you can do that makes sense. <clears throat> it also uh, gives a little bit of love to the person that you're commenting, uh, commenting yeah. on to, right? So you can build networks. Um, what what oh, do you think, I have, Moriarty? I'm going to oh. jump in there and say, suck it, Moriarty. I have a response to your question now. <laughs> go, go right ahead. Okay, start. I am okay with it. I think the whole commenting thing is great because it's not just helping you 
it's also helping them. Because Absolutely. when you post a comment, it comes up as a comment on their video. If you, I mean, if it's just like you were saying before, if it was just something that's like, oh, I love your stuff, come check out mine. Like, that's not helping anybody. But if you post something like, hey, loved your video, uh, this was my favorite part, then, you know, that kind of shows them that you enjoyed their stuff. They might be more likely to check out yours. But it's also helping you... It's like what we talked about in the last podcast, where it's give, 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 and then take. Because you're, you're helping start conversations on their channel. You're helping people get going. And the more conversations, the more comments, the more conversations that happen on it, the more the more chances of that video being seen by others will happen. I've worded that terribly, but what's important is the the uphill struggle. Yeah. It's putting your name the out there. there. It's putting your name out there, which which is what you're, you you want to do by promoting uh, your channel, right? Or I, I do want to stress, though, that we don't want... As creators, I don't want to see... A comment on my channel that says, hey, man, really good. Check me out. Yeah, that's really important. I really have to stress that because there are people who do that. And I'm sure that you can see some short term gain from it. But eventually, YouTube will actually mark you as spam. And that's the last thing you want is for the. <laughs> you OK, they're awesome. I'm uncomfortable. He's had too much spaghetti and he's a little gassy. <laughs> oh my chair don't wear jeans and then sit in a leather chair yeah the very that. last thing that you want is the system that we're using to get our views for that to be something that thinks you're spam so remember that you want to do it in good in goodwill you want to comment on people that you actually enjoy watching you want to Make sure that you're interacting and networking and creating conversations that you actually want to have, not just doing it to gain some nebulous amount of subs. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't going with that, and I'm sure you got the point, but uh, it's all about giving something that will benefit the other person that you're watching videos for, for example, and potentially get something back. Right, it's I mean, putting your name somewhere. I don't even mention my um, my channel, and I sometimes see benefits. Um, I could comment. Um, I, I think I, I don't know if it's a H three H three or a Philip Franco video where I once just commented um, completely, not even mentioning my channel. It was like they were talking about a topic, and I gave my opinion on that topic. And some guy just replied saying, "Hey, I looked at your channel and subscribed." Yeah, like, exactly. You don't even need to mention your channel. Absolutely. No, um, it's not plugging. It's just being part of a community. Absolutely. That's that's where I was going with this. Yeah. Um, and, and also, another really good way to promote your channel is by doing collaborations. Collaborations are really good to extend your reach, right? It's not trying to stealing other people's viewers, right? And some people think that collaboration is all about trying to, you know, bring it on with the competitions and stuff yeah, like that. Bring so, it. Yeah, I'll bring it every day, buddy. Um, <laughs> it's there's plenty of plenty of views to go around. Um, you know, talk to people. Uh, start with fellow YouTubers, uh, or you can venture in the wild. Really, um, if you don't ask, though, you will not know if people are interested in doing it. Um, for for the community over here at YouTubers uh, Discord, if you're looking for collaborations, great uh, great place to start. Uh, or just start a thread, right? We have that available as well. Um, really important about collaborations, though, is that when you do do collabs, <laughs> stay do true. Do. <laughs> when you do collaborations, stay true to your brand. Don't portray yourself as someone else when you're doing them, right? Be yourself. And if they like you and you like uh, the way uh, uh, that you are or just the sounds that you make with your mouth, uh, then they may come along and subscribe to you. Right, Spen? Exactly. It's so, um, I guess it's so stupidly obvious, but I feel the need to point it out. Are your friends doing YouTube? Because uh, if they are, a collab with them would be incredible because you guys already have a um, a chemistry together. So making a video together would just 
work. Um, I'm on working on one with my friend right now, but we're both extremely busy. Um, yeah, but, but it'll come out eventually, and I think it's going to be really good because we're friends. So, we but if you're friends with someone on YouTube, then are you really friends with them? Because now they're their competition, oh, no, 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 no. and talking, you're enemies no. now. <laughs> now they're your enemies, and you it's must okay. collab with them so you can steal all of their viewers. <laughs> <laughs> He's a let's player, so it's okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, if I had a really good friend on YouTube, I would absolutely spam post his videos. <laughs> <laughs> um, Every single one of them would have, by the way, check out my channel. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd be considered awesome. spam. Oh. Yeah, see, that's that goes against what what uh, what our good friend Big K was talking about. Moriarty. I didn't say it was a good idea. Look, I Moriarty. Said, think of it. That's how you screw over your friends. Think of it like a swing, all right? You're sitting oh, there. here we go. And you're giving little pushes at a time, right? If you push at the right moment, the swing goes back, it comes back down, gives you a nice moment to push again. But if all you're doing is pushing, 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 that kid's just going to get tangled up in the top and screaming and not ever wanting to come back. I mean, I like get I it, said, but I don't think good it works Good friends, like that. that's what I would be trying to do the whole time. Good friends, you try and get them tangled up. <laughs> <laughs> We're never going to be friends. <laughs> We're going to be best friends. <laughs> we also have an amazing amount of online communities that, uh, that you can uh, get part of, right? So, for example, as a Let's Player, uh, there's a lot of Google Plus community sites about... Uh, Minecraft or games or whatever games that you have. There's forums. Uh, you can get on these forums and start talking, right? Again, not push your content, but be part of the community, part of the discussions. And then after a while, you're going to be known as, hey, you're little bit gamers. You're the guy that keeps talking about Minecraft. Yeah. And if you are interested in, in seeing what we do, we do do videos. I said do do again. Uh, <laughs> you can no, go check our channel. <laughs> and. <laughs> And go check our videos. I missed that one. Do people use Google Plus? Yes. Yes. Really? Uh, Google Plus and my clipboard are very familiar with each other. Yes. I honestly Um, did not know that anyone even used Google Plus. Yes. I started interacting with some uh, communities for Roblox, for example. So we do videos on Roblox. And... uh, there's one of the communities there that's like 83,000 people. Nice. Oh, and wow. Yeah, that's a lot of people. Is it active? Very, very active. Nice. Another um, great okay. thing about them is, uh, <clears throat> unlike Reddit, you can spam posts and people just ignore it. They don't downvote it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do a minus one. You can only do plus ones. On exactly. Plus. So if you're going to go to any place, on Google plus. go to Google+, we just ignore just all our problems spam, there. spam your channel. But but again, it's not about spam. It's about, again, talking to the people that have similar interests. And if you start talking and not spamming, people will likely uh, just, you know, look at what you have. And since Google Plus is tied to, you know, YouTube, and it's uh, it's very easy to link one with another. Um, there's on Reddit, for example. Reddit has... Um, uh, on YouTubers, we have our Watch Me Wednesdays, where you can link your videos and kind of put a little blurb, a little elevator pitch to get people to watch them. Uh, and our free uh, Feedback Friday post that uh, you can post for a constructive uh, critique. So How these does that are work? Uh, you follow the rules and you post your video. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a great description. Feedback. Thank you. I learned a lot. <laughs> and. Uh, when you do that, it's, it's again, a lot of good ways to get people to uh, watch your stuff. And you also give feedback to other people that put their links there. So it's win-win, right? You give and then you get. Um, Discord advertise channel. Uh, you can link one video a day as well on the YouTuber Discord. Uh, I've had tons of views just generated by that, which is a very good way uh, just to promote your new videos, right? Um, and if you have people that watch it and they really like your content, then you can potentially get new subscribers. Nice. There are tons of outlets uh, where you can market yourself and your channel. You just need to choose one or a few and get comfortable with them and just spread the word. That's that's how it works. Birds the word. 
So I think then what you're saying is really build yourself into the community. And if you do, people will be interested in what you're talking about. Is that right, Big K? Yeah, it's all about talking and helping one another. And eventually people will start looking at you as someone and will look at the brand and some people will like it. Some people won't. But the people that do like it, uh, chances are they're going to come and see your stuff and, you know, you're going to get these views and these subscribers and you're going to build that community that you're trying to build as well. Some of the easiest ways to get discovered as a YouTuber. Thank you very much, everybody. We're going to go ahead and end this right here. I'm going to do that over. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not Spen, okay? I can't just... Yeah, <laughs> Spen, you should, you should bring Saki out just for shits. Right? Look, <laughs> I can't... Saki's not... You don't even understand, okay? What? Did it's you put not, it on the doorknob? Saki is not someone we can use and abuse, alright? It's all about pushing at the <clears throat> right moments. Okay. Okay? That's... I'm very offended, and so is Saki. Like, he's already... He just left. Sorry, Saki. You better be. Some very good ways to get discovered as a YouTuber... We've gone over how to grow your audience, how to hook your audience, how to build your brand, and finally, how to promote yourself. I want to thank everybody who was involved in this. Next time, we're going to talk about some of the common mistakes that new YouTubers make, such as how you present your channel to the public, which we talked about a little bit here, preparing your videos for release, some simple habits that can help you with editing, and the do's and don'ts of promoting your content specifically. We're going to talk about that all in episode three if you liked this please like it leave a comment subscribe this is all going to be showing up on the new tubers youtube which i'm sure we're all very excited about oh yeah yes and we'll see you on the next one bye everybody see you guys (laughs) good hashtag spaghetti yeah Oh, everybody cool with that? Uh, actually, the one last thing to mention. Uh, don't forget to... Sub- sub- <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Thanks for listening to the New Tubers Podcast. Come back every two weeks for more tips, tricks, and advice on starting, building, and sustaining your YouTube career. Visit us on reddit.com slash r slash newtubers or on YouTube. See you next time! 